What's going on? Brand new podcast. Morning show podcast with Scotty. You know, it has been a long time since we did a podcast, actually. It's been it's been a very long time. I'll do the math here in a second. Um, we completely missed 2020. Happy New Year. Uh, 2020 was definitely a bust year for a lot of people. A lot of things happened that I'm sure a lot of us don't want to have to relive. But what an interesting time it has been. And here we are. Uh, Happy New Year, 1st of January, January 1st, it's a Friday, and there's no better place to be right now than listening to me right here, on your couch, in your room, wherever you listen. And uh, let's see, it's been 14 months since the last podcast I ever did, I'm trying to get a date, it was in October, but the last podcast, the date, was it came out October 25th, 2019. That feels weird, man. 14 months. You know, I've taken spells, and like little dry spells and whatnot from doing YouTube and stuff, but nowhere nearly as long as 14 months. Um, last podcast I did, um, a girl that was on there, I'm now dating. We've been dating for over a year now because I haven't been on here in over a year. That's weird. That's weird stuff. But welcome in 2021 Morning Show Podcast. Kind of a new fresh kick to this thing. I'm going to I'm gonna see what happens. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to be sold on this. The reason that I left for a while was because I was not completely sold on continuing to do a podcast when I was focusing more on doing videos and school and everything that gets in the way. Um, no guest today. No guest today. It's New Year. Um... Just gonna have like a nice little convo here with, I guess, myself. And uh, I guess we'll see if I can still do this thing. That's pretty much it. I mean, that's, it's it's been a weird 2020. Um, before we jump into anything here, this video is brought to you by Scotty Vlogs. Because who else would sponsor this thing? Are you tired of the same boring crap on the internet? As am I. Are you tired of watching creators that really don't don't do well neither do i that's why you should watch scotty vlogs new entertainment new year make a change whatever the hell people say to get advertisements scotty vlogs on youtube that's s-c-o-t-t-y-v-l-o-g-s scotty vlogs all one word i will put the link to it in the bio of this thing the description whatever it's called on spotify and apple podcasts and Wherever else this is, I will drop it. Because I don't know where. I, I don't even know if I know how to do that. I'm, I think I'm making promises. I don't know how to do stuff. Anyway. Scotty Vlogs. Check them out. It's me. It's my YouTube channel. Self-sponsored today. Probably forever. Please sponsor me. Okay. So, 2020. Uh, let's see. When we last left off, way back in October of 2019, um... Let's just jump into 2020. I mean, 2019 wasn't that crazy. 2020, I mean, I was at school back when the pandemic first kicked out. Back in, was that early March is when things really like took a turn and weird stuff started happening. So that was back in March. And from January and February, everything was going fine. Chrissy and I were just out and about, you know, turning Pittsburgh upside down and everything. Um, come March, when the pandemic started to spread out and everything, I was going on spring break. And at the time, I was coming back here to Maryland, because that's where I'm at right now. I was coming back to Maryland. And I kind of had this feeling in the back of my head, like, you know, they were talking about COVID in China, and they were talking about COVID spreading to Europe and other places. But, you know, we only had one or two actual cases at the time when I was coming back on spring break. Uh, the world shut down practically. I think it was March 10th, March 11th, whatever it was. The day it shut down, I was back here at home on spring break. And let's see. The original plan was it was a week off for spring break. But when everything went crazy, it was like two or three days before I was supposed to go back to school. And I got an email from the school saying that they were extending spring break by another week. So everything kind of got pushed back by a week. And then, you know, all all hell 
broke loose. I mean, the world flipped over for a minute. And I was I was home. I had to do stuff on Zoom and whatnot. I had to go back up to school to get my stuff. I think that was back in like start of April, maybe. I had to go back up to get my stuff, come back down here. Um, summertime, I was kind of just boarded up here, just trying to just, you know, let time pass. And I, I was taking a lot of summer classes. I, th I think I took uh, four or five summer classes. I got dual minors over the summertime. So the pandemic was actually pretty decent to me. I was able to get dual minors picked up. And then come the fall, there were new COVID things put in place to come back to school, came back. Um, a lot of classes on Zoom. I, I think like half was Zoom, half was in person. Um, got through the whole semester. I only came back home once during that whole 15-week span. They like crammed everything. No breaks. They wanted to just kind of get the whole thing over with. Finals were online. And we kind of just plowed through everything. And we got through the semester. There were like a few... There were like a few positive cases here and there at the school, but we, we pushed through and I came back to Maryland. I spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh. You can check the vlogs. There weren't many this year, but I apologize. There weren't many videos this year for my channel. And we'll get into that later. Probably, you know, I, I was up in Pittsburgh, came back home. Uh, December was kind of what the summertime was like, just cold here. And we had some snow towards the end of the year. And uh, that's kind of been the year in a nutshell. It's It's been a strange year. I won't lie. It's been a very weird kind of year. It wasn't... I'm not sure how to say this. It wasn't... I'm not terribly mad that people had to stay home. People had to space out. You know, social distancing, masks, and everything. Like, I get all that. You, you do what you do to to help get us closer to the end of this thing and slow the spread and everything. And I'm all for that. Um, I think it gave me a lot of time because when I was here in the summertime, I was just by myself. You know, I, I didn't want to go out and see people, to be honest. I didn't want to go out and see people. I didn't want to go out and, you know, rekindle with old friends during, you know, the heat of the pandemic and the summertime and everything. So, you know, you really, I didn't mind, you know, being here, having time to myself, relaxing, quiet, you know, I think things that we kind of just take for granted amongst all the noise when we go out and about and like half our life is spent outside and everything. It was just kind of like a real refresher, I guess, for what to expect during this. And, and you know, they're talking about, you know, there are these new strands to them now in Colorado, I heard yesterday. And, you know, this one can spread faster and it's worse. And there's a lot of just malarkey out there. You know, it's not malarkey, but... When you listen to the news, you got to be careful about, like, how long you listen to it, I've noticed, you know. I used to always, you know, I was like a news junkie when I did journalism. I'd, I'd like, listen to the news on the radio. I'd watch different news channels every night. Not, like, you know, the big the big news channels like Fox News and CBS and everyone, but I'd be watching local news and whatnot just to get, like, different feels for different stories because some people report on the story in a different way and everything. So... You know, then I didn't think about that much because I was doing journalism and I was, like, reporting news. But now that I'm out of journalism and, you know, going separate ways with film and everything, what I've noticed is, you know, it's not it's not like you can watch the news and, like, smile at the end anymore, you know? You can, but it, it's it, you're going to be like, why am I smiling right now? Because, you know, it's just bad news after bad news for 2020. The whole year, it was just bad news stacked on each other. Um, you know, I'd pick any month, you know, something crazy was going on. A really good uh, show that Netflix brought out was their 2020. Uh, it's like a, it was like a little comedy documentary thing they made. And it really did travel through the entire year. And they actually did a really decent job. Like I was, the only thing at the time, I was like past halfway. And I thought the only thing they've been missing was Tiger King. But then they brought it back towards the, uh, towards like the later months of the year talking about people binge-watching during the summertime. So they covered every little step. Very good watch. I'm, I'm forgetting what it's called right now. I'm going to actually look it up. It's, it's definitely a good watch to anyone. You know, It's very funny. They, like to, they took some people from SNL. They took a few uh, funny actors, and, and they set them up as like novelists and 
writers and doctors and everything. And real, the guy that did the narration was hilarious. It's called Death to 2020. It's a Netflix made. Uh, it's like an hour and 10 minutes. It was very funny. It was very well done. For people that actually, you know, follow what's been going on this year and everything, it's very funny. They even had a Karen. For all my meme culture people, they had a Karen. It was like this um, soccer mom with two young kids and everything. And she joined a uh, Facebook group. And it was like, um, it was like following like all these different like conspiracies and all these weird things that are going on. It was very well done. It was very funny. They covered a lot of corners. Unfortunately, this came out right before the Twisted Tea meme came out where the guy hits the hits the dude in the gas station with the Twisted Tea. And now everyone thinks Twisted Tea is a weapon. Unfortunately, that happened right after because I'm sure they could have tossed that in too. But very good. Death to 2020. It's on Netflix. It is a very funny watch. Um, I also watched last night um, Die Hard. It's my first time actually seeing Die Hard and the whole argument whether or not, you know, is it a Christmas movie, is it not? I can see where this argument's coming from. Die Hard was very, very interesting to me. You know, at the start, you, you have like Christmas music in the background and references, Christmas party and everything. And then kind of a third of the way in, you know, action kicks in. It's it's definitely an action movie. And I, I can see the argument because there's a few like visits back to acknowledging that it's Christmas time. I could see it quite a bit. And I don't know, I'm, I'm still kind of bent. I think it's more of an action movie than a Christmas movie personally after watching it for the first time. Um, but I'll leave that up to anyone who's seen it. Um, there is no way... I think on here to comment at all. I, I don't think that's a thing here. I'm, I'm still over on YouTube. I'm not really back in podcast land, if you can tell. I'm kind of rough. Not really bringing the heat, bringing the fire. But hey, let's talk about uh, New Year's. You know, first day of the new year. If you're listening to this, great. If not, well, <laughs> sorry. You're missing a great show today. Um, what are you going to do? What's what's the New Year's resolution? What's the new plan? What, what are you going to change from your house, what, what are you going to do, um, me personally, I've been getting rid of a lot of just, like, excess stuff in my room, because I'm not going to say I'm a hoarder, but over time, like, just a lot of, like, clutter and random crap has just found its way into my room, and, uh, I've gotten rid of a lot of crap here, I've gotten rid of a lot of BS, to be honest, and through the power of the marketplace, I've been selling a lot of stuff, I've made a lot of money on the marketplace, I've been donating a lot of clothes to Goodwill, I've been selling some clothes, you know, just, kind of going through the dresser and, you know, like, it's full of clothes that, like, don't even fit me anymore. Or, like, stuff I haven't worn since, hell, probably high school. Like, you know, just pretty much, like, purging through everything, just pulling stuff out. So what are you going to do? What, what's your what's your New Year's resolution? You know, maybe maybe this is the time to work out from home. You know, there, there are these really good home workouts I've been seeing and hearing about. And um, I've been seeing this one where it's like body weight. Like you use the weight of your body and you can do these exercises from home, like on a yoga mat, on like a towel, whatever it is. But like for some reason you can like use your body weight as a way to help burn excess fat and it works. And uh, I, I thought it's cool. I might, I might start doing that actually, to be honest. I want to go on a walk again. I want to go on a walk. During the pandemic, I went on so many walks. There are these uh, trails by my house that you can follow, and I went, on, I went on pretty much Monday to Friday, and sometimes on Saturdays, I'd go on a walk, and I'd be out for maybe an hour and a half to two hours, I'd, I'd walk for quite a while, I never actually tracked how many miles or the distance or anything, but, you know, depending on what the weather's like, you know, I might start going on walks again before, before I go back to school, you know, just see what happens, get that, get that kick going, it was definitely fun to go out in the summertime, you know, it's hot, but you go out early in the morning, and you know, the sun's rising, everything's beautiful and the sun's rising here. So that that's something that I might try and toss back in here. Maybe you're going to diet, maybe you're going to cut something out. It's easy during the pandemic, you know, you just stuff your face with whatever the hell you can find in the fridge or in the pantry or what have you. Maybe maybe this is it, maybe this is the time, maybe you're going to get rid of some something in your diet that, you know, may bring you down. Maybe, you know, it's dessert. Maybe it's, uh, you know, just excess calories. Maybe you're just snacking a lot. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you like that. You know, it's really dumb, actually, now I think about it. 
it's, I forget the name of it. I'm forgetting the name of everything. It's like a damn mirror that you can buy, but it's like a video mirror and it's like this fitness person. And like you do workouts in the mirror with the person. And you know, they, they find like some like jacked up guy from like LA or something. And they find like a girl with like, you know, big cans and like, you know, the real skinny belly and everything has like a little bit of abs shown. And they're, they're like trying to like work out with you virtually, but it's not like live. I think I, I don't get that, but it's like this mirror. I, there's commercials on TV, you know, usually mirrors are free, like, you know, to look at and see like, you know, how fat you've gotten or how you look or whatever. But this thing is just for like <laughs> motivation. Like, come on, come on, fat ass. Let's go. And, you know, like clapping and shit. And like, come on get moving. I, I don't know. I, these mirror things. I, I don't get it to be honest. Oh, man. Good stretch. Maybe you're going to stretch before you do stuff every day. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're going to pray every day. I mean, New Year's. New Year's uh, 2021. Who knows what you're going to do? You know, it's, it's it's a little tough. You know, you want to say, like, you know, I want to go to the gym. You know, gym memberships usually go through the roof during New Year's. They usually, they don't last that long, but that's sometimes what people do. But, you know, you, you can't even guarantee that with... COVID and everything. Every state has something different going on, but leave that up to you. It's your time. You figure it out. I'm sure you got something, and if you haven't, get off your ass and think about it. It's time to make the change. All yins need to get together and figure out what you're going to do virtually in that. Alright? I definitely had a lot of Pittsburgh slang that I've picked up over God, the past year that I've been off of doing a podcast. I've picked up some some slang. I say yins a lot. I like to say jag off. That's a fun word to me now. Um, I like to say yins jag, and that's become my new thing. Um, I picked up little things left and right. Um, definitely becoming a, a Pittsburgher, I think. I'm making a transformation. I'm making, I'm making a change. That's my New Year's resolution. Insert more Pittsburgh slang. Insert more Pittsburgh into my blood. If I could take a shot, it'd be for Pittsburgh. How about that? Yeah, but you know, what, what's your New Year's resolution? Maybe you don't have one yet, and that's fine. You know, some, sometimes you don't need to actually get one. You know, if, if you're happy with the way you're living life, then, then, then screw it, man. Do whatever the hell you want. You know, you don't have to make a change. It's not like someone's going to put a gun to your head and be like, hey, what the hell's your New Year's resolution? Do whatever the hell you want. Do what makes you happy. You know, enjoy your time. Enjoy what you want to do. Um, slowing down has been something that I got to do during this Christmas winter break before I have to go back to school for my last semester, might I add. I just had time to, like, slow down, enjoy life, just kind of relax. And it's been nice. It's been nice to kind of just in enjoy time. And I, I still find, like, I try to have, like, one thing every day to keep me busy. You know, I want, like, one thing to keep me busy, just something, something to take, like, an hour or two away. Sometimes I don't do it. Because I'm just like, today, today ain't the day. Today's not the day, fam. Isn't that what you guys say these days, fam? Today's not my day, fam. But yeah, just, I got a lot of stuff that I sold on the marketplace. And that's that's something I want to continue to do. I did, uh, I did phones for a while because I was doing like phone screen repairs over the summertime to make money because I, I, I didn't get a job. I was, I was kind of... I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to get a job. I, like I, I had a, I had an iPhone 4s, and I, I like replaced the screen on it, and that was a process. And I, I did it, and then I turned it around and sold it after I wiped it. So then I started like going through the marketplace and find phones that people had like broken screens on, and they some people would sell them like really cheap, and then some people would just like sell them for gobs of money that you'd never want to pay. It's like a a broken iPhone 5. Guy wanted like. 60 bucks when I first started I'm like dude it's worth like 20 and this guy you know messaged me back and he's like no it's it's worth it's worth 60 but you know you get the occasional guy that actually knows decent and wants to actually sell you the piece of crap and he's kind of thinking like why does he want this piece of crap and then as you buy it, you're like why do I want this piece of crap but you know I bought some screens I'd, I'd fix them then I just turn them around and sell them and I made some I made some good money over the summertime, you know, nothing crazy, not like a full-time 
like 40 hour gig or not even like half time, you know, just some cash left and right, you know, just to help get ready for when I go back to school and everything. So I did that. It was like a new skill I picked up. And um, I mean, I'm selling like everything on the marketplace. I really am. I, I sold clothes. I sold I, um, I sold a snow cone trailer we used to own. I, I've sold like everything and anything almost on Facebook that, that you're allowed to sell at least. Like I'm selling so much crap here. And, you know, it's, it's nice to get rid of stuff. It really is. I used to have a full closet of clothes on hangers. And my mind was blown when I went through. There's less than half now. And now I have like more space in my closet. I've gone through. I have more space in my room. If you've seen my videos on Scotty Vlogs, you might remember my room kind of had a lot of stuff in it. Well, a lot of stuff has left. And there's still a lot of stuff here that I'm trying to get rid of. It's it's To me, I think it is my New Year's resolution, to be honest. Just getting rid of crap at this point. Just getting rid of stuff. You know, I... I don't want to say I was a hoarder, but I had like a lot of stuff just to get rid of. Really did. Got rid of a lot of it. And um, Marketplace has been so helpful. Craigslist sucks ass, in case you're curious. Probably because of that Craigslist killer and everything. Everyone's kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that. Craigslist sucks to anyone who's curious. Um, the snow cone trailer I'm telling you about. We were trying, my dad and I, we were trying to sell the snow cone trailer on Craigslist first. And the only way people could contact you is if they had your phone number. And of course, you know, Craigslist is an older website. You know, if you just look at the design, you're like, oh yeah, this is like some old ass HTML shit. And, you know, your cousin made it or something. And, and now it's like, I'm not giving my phone number away to people. You know, you don't want to give it away because, you know, if you just put it out there on the internet like that, you know, you're going to get spam calls out the ass. So you didn't want to necessarily give out your phone number that way. Facebook Marketplace, they stepped it up. These are people with actual profiles, real people. And you can go check their profile and see these are real people based off their pictures, off their posts and everything. I got a story I can tell about this. I had a sale last week. That, it was an interesting guy that I met. But, you know, you can see that these are actual people. And that's something that got lost with Craigslist from Craigslist Killer. After the killer thing happened, I thought, you know, maybe Craigslist should just, you know, disappear. Marketplace, I think they've just killed Craigslist completely. Not literally. Not in the sense of Craigslist Killer, but I've gotten rid of Craigslist for the most part. I think Craigslist is just like job postings for the most part now. And even then, it was weird. It was a few years ago. I was with a friend of mine. It was this, like, job listing, and it was, like, young females wanted. It was, like, 18 plus. And then I was I was just curious, so I tapped on this thing. And it was, like, models for, like, some guy's music video. Like, some, like, you know, shitty rapper that, you know, isn't going to make it, but, you know, he's, he's got a SoundCloud and he's got GarageBand, and he's going to give it a hell of a go. It was something like that. And he's like, he's like uh, I want white girls only. Something like that. I mean, that, that's what Craigslist is. It's just like casting calls for like TikTok people now. Those little, those TikTok influencers and, and, you know, stars and everything. But Marketplace, man, I have been killing on the Marketplace. I've, I've made a lot of money on the Marketplace. And last week, here's the story now. I, I think it was on, it was on Wednesday last week, I think. Right before Christmas. I was, I was setting up for a sale. There was this lady, we were selling like, uh, my dad had this pair, two pairs of like snowshoes that I was going to sell. And so I had it listed for like $10 on the marketplace and lady was interested and she wanted them. And I set up for a pickup around 11 AM by the Denny's by my house. And the lady was running late. She's, she was running late, but I'm jumping ahead in the story. This was around like 8.30 I got this. The second lady was interested in a uh, laptop bag that I was selling. And she says, she says, what time can I meet? I can meet you any time today. And I said, well, let's do 11.15. So I got something lined up for 11 and 11.15, both of them for $10. I'm like, this is great. Then I had a third guy, and this was around like 9.30. And uh, I was selling like this king crown for like a costume that I had. And... The guy wanted to meet that day that he was messaging me. He said he could meet. 
and I, I gave him the address to the Denny's. I said, let's meet at 1130. So I was lining shit up. I had one at 11, 1115, 1130. $10, all three of them. I was like 30 bucks, half an hour. This is going to be, it's going to be a good day. Well, I get to the Denny's and the girl messages me, the one for the 11 o'clock pickup. And she said that she's running a little late because she was picking up something else in like the next town. And she gave the wrong time to the person. So she was going to be a little late. I was like, that's fine. I'm already here. It's, a, it's 11 o'clock. I got I to wait 15 minutes. So I'm like looking at memes or, you know, like Twitter or something. And uh, the girl, the 11.15 pickup, she shows up, give her her bag, get my $10, move on. Meanwhile, the guy that was supposed to get the crown said that he was at the Denny's. And I told him where I was. And he's like, he says the street name. I forget why he said the street name. But he... It turns out there is a Denny's off Route 40 in Frederick, but there's also a Denny's off Route 40 in Baltimore. And I didn't know that he was from Baltimore. I didn't check his account or anything. I didn't know there was there was a Denny's in Baltimore off Route 40. So he's at the wrong Denny's. And um, I said, this is the address. And not knowing where it was, I looked it up. And he was like an hour away. So I sent him the address. He does not answer me. The other girl that was supposed to get the snowshoes at 11 o'clock, she answers. And she's she's way behind. And she's all apologetic. And she's like, I'll be there in like a few minutes. And I was like, okay, no problem. So I'm, I'm thinking this crown thing's off. So I'm just waiting for the girl. I'm still just, you know, sitting in my car looking at memes, you know, just doing whatever. And um, I get another message. This one is from the guy. And he's like, I'm 20 minutes away. I'm thinking, holy shit, this, this guy was an hour away 10 minutes ago. Like, this guy drove fast. So, I didn't even know this guy was coming. But this this guy is coming, and he wants this crown. So, I'm like, who's going to get here first? They both said 20 minutes. Who the hell's getting here first? So, I'm just waiting on, on the girl. I, I put my money on the girl. I thought she was coming first. But there was the guy who... Who I who got there first, and as I was waiting, when I'm waiting for someone on the marketplace, and they're like taking longer than normal, I like to look at their profile. You know, I like to look at their picture, see what they look like, so I know who it is I, I should be looking for when they get here, because you know, time is money, and. I, I was just sitting there chilling in my car for the longest time anyway. I was looking at the dude's profile. And the guy from Baltimore who wants this crown is a male stripper. I, I, I kid you not. This guy is a male stripper. Um, he is a part of a group of people in Baltimore that do male strip shows, obviously pre-COVID. I was going through his Facebook thing, and it was like entrepreneur in his bio. Um he went to the University of Thugonomics, and I'm like, this is some, this is some street shit right here. Like, this, this fucking guy. But of course, you know, I, I could give a shit. You know, I'm going to give him this crown. Well, the guy rolls up. Nice guy. Puts the window down. Big, big, like, fancy, expensive, like, 2020 model car. Had a big smile. He's, he's like this, he's this big guy. He, he's built. He really is. You know, he was very nice. He, he was very um, open. He was very open. I give him this crown and I said to him, you're the king now. And he starts laughing. He's like, <laughs> you're damn right. He's like laughing and shit. He had like this like beard and it's like white tip at the end and everything. And he's, he's pulling out like his cash. He's pulling out once and he's counting once and he's counting fast. Clearly this guy's had some ones in his G string before. And like it, it, it hit me as I'm like waiting to get the cash in my hand. These are straight stripper dollar bills. This is from a pole dance. Probably from another stripper to another stripper's G-string to his. And I'm thinking this is going to be the most disgusting money I will ever touch. And if you're worried about COVID, you should worry about these $1 bills you could touch. I Like this shit, this stuff, you know, who know? Who wants to know where this stuff has been? You know, it's, it's been up, you know, a girl with like a weird stripper name, like, you know, Twinkler's ass or something, you know, it's been, it's been everywhere. It's, it's seen a lot of ass. It's seen a lot of the front. It's, it's seen guys, girls, and all those people in the middle. It's seen a little bit of everything. So he's counting these ones and he hands them to me and he's a heavy, like 
cologne guy, you know, you know, like fragrance of, you know, whatever stripper name is like fragrance of rainbow. And so he gives me the ones and I hold them for a minute and he, he says, thank you. And he, he was a real nice guy. Very happy. He's one of those, uh, hashtag blessed guys, you know, cause he makes a lot of money doing this kind of, this kind of work. So he leaves. I get back in my car. I didn't even know if he gave me 10 ones. I could give a shit. I really don't care. So I'm counting through the ones and like half of them have phone numbers on them written in like pen and it's Baltimore area code. I'm like, this is straight Baltimore stripper money in my hands right now. The chance of getting COVID right now is so high in my hands, in my car, in my wallet. And I'm not like, I don't freak out with the whole COVID thing. I never got tested. I never had any of that stuff. Like, I don't freak out at the idea of that. But I'm just like, the chance is so high right now as I'm holding these ones in my hand. I, I Deep down, I feel like I know. <laughs> so, you know, if it's not COVID, it's, it's something else you don't want to get that's on these bills. So the other girl messaged me after this guy just left and she, she said she was five minutes away and she was all apologetic in the message. And I said, hey, no problem. Drive safely. Get here when you get here. So I'm already $20 to the good. You know, like this other girl, I was tempted to just drop it down. It was like $10 for the two pairs of snowshoes. I was like, just do five, you know, for all your trouble and everything, you know, you know, mistakes happen. I could give a shit, you know, it's, it's, it's like free money to me, technically. You know, I'm selling stuff for my parents and I, I get to keep the profits because I do all the work. She gets out of the car. She, old, old lady, very nice lady, rolls up in a van, comes out. Puts her masks on. We meet in the middle. I give her the shoes. I say, you finally made it. I give it to her. And she says, I am so sorry. And I said, ah, no, no worries. She pulls out her wallet. She pulls out like a wad of cash. Like she must do what I do also. And just like sell stuff and get cash for it. Pulls out a 20 and gives it to me. And says, I'm sorry for all this. This is for your trouble. And I, you know, it was double what I was expecting. I was about to drop it to five. I'm like, no, no, you don't have to do that. And she's like, no, please, I insist. So she gives me a 20. So instead of getting 10, I get 20. Instead of making 30 and what would have now been an hour, like an hour and a half, I made 40. I was like, this is great. Everything just, it was a little sketchy there in the middle, but everything worked out perfectly fine. And I had no complaints. You know, how can you complain? But I, I, I met a male stripper. And so I, when I got home, I was like, really like curious. I'm like, why did he need this crown? I'm like, you know, is he doing like some like, you know, weird like foreplay or is he like, is he going to be in like a little, like a like, little video thing on, you know, like some adult websites. So I'm curious, like, what exactly is this crown going to be for? So I got like a few posts in on his Facebook feed that he posted. And like his first thing I saw when I like really looked at his profile like his profile is him like on a couch. It's a selfie. It's clearly a selfie he took. And like one of his armpits is up and it's like exposed and like he's like showing off the muscle and the flex and everything. And his cover photo, it's so innocent. It's just him smiling in downtown Baltimore in front of like a few buildings. So I'm scrolling. I'm like, this guy, this guy's kind of cool though. So I'm going through. Um, I get like five or six posts down on his feed and... It's a picture of him in Philadelphia at a steak and cheese place. My friend Jacob and I went to back when I first, this is way back when I first started doing videos on YouTube. We went to Philadelphia. It was like our first like big trip and it was like YouTube and everything. Like, yeah, you know, possibilities. No, but this guy was in Philadelphia and he was like getting a cheesesteak. You know, he's with his boys and shit. You know, the gang gang is out and everything. Yeah, that's all cool and whatnot. But you keep scrolling down. You see these really shitty Photoshop posters on his feed and um it, it's so shitty like for all you that know photoshop it's like he took the eraser tool and just like went around someone's head but never like smoothed out the edges to make it blend in at all it, it like stands out like the three he's he's like with two other guys these guys just like stand out like bam we're the boys of baltimore and shit like that it, it was really cheesy looking. It did not look that, that fantastic, but it was there. There was like 10 of these posters in one post. And then uh, there was like one with him and just like the two dudes. I guess they're like the gang. And um, it's like the real boys of Baltimore or something like that. And uh, one of them is called the ambassador, the prince, and the king. And so it hit me. 
this crown is for him, the king. So he is the king in this group with the ambassador and the prince. And I guess he's like the oldest. And this, this is where it gets a little gross, honestly. He's clearly the oldest one. The other two guys look like they're in their 20s. You know, these, these two guys are in the 20s. This guy is older. And um, he's the king. I keep going down his feet. I find a picture of him with a crown on, like a different crown. And I'm like, this guy's the king. This guy is the king. So he links his own, he, not his only fans. We're getting there. He links his Instagram. And I'm curious, like, what does he do on Instagram? So I go over, click the link, go to Instagram. He does great work. Not like, you know, stripping and stuff, but like advertising, the self-promotion. I go to his Instagram and he's got even more exotic, erotic, you name it, kind of photos. He, he's a he's a gym rat, you know, he works out. This guy pumps iron. And, you know, I'm seeing, like, selfies he takes in a bathroom. He takes this one where he's, like, putting his hand over, like, his nipple. And, like, the selfie picture catches the mirror that catches his ass in the photo. So he's posting, like, a picture of his ass on Instagram. But when you go to the actual bio on his Instagram, he's self-promoting his OnlyFans. I'm like, bingo. That's where the money comes in. Because with COVID, I'm like, there's no way he's still doing this stuff. In Baltimore, like, Baltimore is, like, shut down right now, I'm pretty sure. So, I'm like, there's no way he was, like, still at a strip club making money that way. Or doing, like, private shows and stuff. But he is virtually through, you named it, OnlyFans. And OnlyFans is apparently, like, the hottest thing for people. I, personally, for me, you know, if I, if I, too, didn't have the marketplace and I was struggling with money... <laughs> I'd be like, well, I guess I guess I can just start an OnlyFans and, you know, do pictures of my feet or something like that. Because I can't imagine. And I know a few people now that some that I went to school with, some from community college, high school, you name it, that do OnlyFans actively or did it before. I'm like, I can't imagine. During the pandemic, you know, I, I do OnlyFans, you know, like I take some pictures of myself naked and shit, and, you know. I make gobs of money, okay? I'm a pretty sexy man, first of all. But think of what it would be like. You know, you try and get like a desk job or just like a job, like a real career. Like, you know, make some money. And they're, they're like going over your resume and stuff, and they do like a deep dive on like your social medias and stuff. Like, what what exactly is this OnlyFans, Scotty? We, 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 we paid the $20 a month, and what is this? And I, You know, what, what are you going to say? What do you say if they just find that you have an OnlyFans? Like, yeah, you know, it's just like a little pandemic thing I did. And they're like, what the hell? This guy's like a drug dealer to us. You know, he's he's out there like, you know, shaking his, his dinghy on the internet and everything. And what what the hell? Like, you ain't getting this job, you moron. Go go back go back to doing that. And honestly, depending on how good you are and how much money you make, you might just stick with that. That's a hell of a concept. OnlyFans. Yeah, there's so many different variations. Now, obviously, like when Vine came out and then TikTok, there were different variations of it. There still are different variations of TikTok. I've seen people, I, I've recently got into TikTok. I'm trying to use TikTok with YouTube to self-promote and, and drive some traffic. It ain't working, by the way. But there's so many people that use TikTok to, to show their OnlyFans. Like, they'll take clips. And I guess, like, nudity technically flies if... If it's, like, blurred and stuff, people are allowed to, like, show a little bit of skin without it getting flagged. I've seen people use TikTok to promote their OnlyFans. Like, it's, I, I guess it's the new thing. It's the new way to, to make it happen. If you didn't see my last video on YouTube, it was this, uh, it was, like, this little OnlyFans parody thing I made where, um, I'm staged as myself and I want to start an OnlyFans during Christmas time and make money and uh, these stories are boring as hell aren't they I was I had two other characters one was like a camera guy like freelance because he got laid off of his job during the pandemic the other guy was like this um marketing guy and a um, little flamboyant flair in him and everything. Just, you know, play off some jokes and everything. It was it was a funny video. It, it went over very well with the people that saw it. Unfortunately, these kind of videos don't take off well for me. So go check it out if you haven't. 
Scotty Vlogs, S-C-O-T-T-Y-V-L-O-G-S. That's the plug. Um, that's something that bugs me. You know, I, I've been on YouTube now for over four years. And the damnedest kind of videos that I, I don't even, like, spend five minutes editing take off. Like, they get views. They get likes. They, they get all that shit. But then the videos that I, like, lay out, I, write, I scripted out this video even. Those videos, I, I can't I can't grab two views if my ass cheeks could grab it. Like, I, there's nothing for me. Pisses me off just a little bit. But it's always been the damnedest thing to me. You know, videos on YouTube that I make, if I put no work into it, most likely it goes over well. But videos that actually take time in editing or I take time to actually you know think about how it's going to look and frame my shots right and everything... It, it doesn't get, like, any views. I don't understand it at all. YouTube is just that strange place. It's a great place for my portfolio. It really is to show what I can do. But I don't I don't get it. Yeah, th this has been a weird platform. My first, like, two years were great on YouTube because vlogging was still, like, the thing. It was still the thing that everyone wanted to watch. And it didn't matter... How big or how small you were, people were watching vlogs because it, it was like the new form of content that everyone was watching. But then when that died out and then like challenges and stuff emerged, then, you know, I kind of just died out completely as well. I kind of just went with it. And, you know, it, it's tough some days to still want to get up and make a video. This this was a rough year for me to make videos, you know, not just because of the pandemic and everything, but I didn't want to put people to sleep, you know. I only made like 60 videos this year. Normally, I'll make about 100-something videos on a good year. My first like full year, 2017, I made over 150, I think. I made like 160-something. I made a lot of videos. This year, I'm about 100 short of that quota. And it's not like a quota you have to meet. But, you know, when you make that many videos in a year and it's all like straight vlogs and they're actually really good and really decent, you want to do it again. Like, in the worst way, you say to yourself, I wish I could do that again. But, you know, that was a different kind of, like, spark that I had. You know, when the when platforms were good to me, YouTube would drive traffic there. And so I'd want to actually make stuff. But it has not been that way in quite a while. It's very clear that I just like to make things. You know, I, whether it's funny, it's stupid, it's dumb, whatever it is. I like to make videos, so I don't care so much, you know, about the attention it gets. I'm, I'm trying with this TikTok thing to gain some traffic, but I don't know. TikTok's still weird to me, but I don't know, man. YouTube, YouTube's been tough. It's done a lot of good things for me, though, in the way of what I've done for myself. However, um, you know, it's a big portfolio. Oh, how how could I completely miss this? I I uh shit, I'm a, I'm a moron. I was working on a slasher horror short film with a production company back in October. The opportunity was presented to me by someone that I know, and I had the interview, and it went great. And it was a three-day filming. It was during the pandemic, socially distanced. Everything was fine. I was the sound guy. I did, I did like, um, I worked as a sound mixer in high school for a, uh, a music class, and you know, I, I had a lot of experience from that. Now I knew how, I knew what everything meant. I knew how it worked and everything. I was brought on as the guy that held the boom mic, work, worked the mixer and everything, and which was awesome. And shortly after I was, I was offered the, the position to be the editor because they, they know I'm, I'm an editor. That's what I, that's what I thrive in quite a bit, uh, depending on who you are and who you think of me. That's what I thrive in. And so I, I got to become the editor and I've been working on it since November, and I don't know when it's set to come out with the pandemic and everything, but it's it's already been entered in a film festival or two, and it's it's going great. It's called The Dirty Handsman. I will put a link in this description or whatever to the IMDb page. I'm now on IMDb, which is like official official. Uh, you can catch my name there, so I'll, I'll make sure to add that in as well. But that was a great, like, like jump for me that that was a big big jump for me um that's like my first actual like film set that i've gotten to work on uh that's not school related which is awesome and 
you know, I met some really cool people. I met some great people, really nice actors. You know, they were all like my age, like between 18 and 24 for the most part. You know, you always get like those young actors that, you know, think they're all that in a bag of chips. No, we didn't have any snobs. We had like really nice people. Um, everyone was nice from, from the producers to co-producers all the way down to even, even the guys holding the lights. And it was small, so some co-producers held lights. But everyone was very nice and very outgoing. And it, it was definitely a team effort. I, I think it's going to turn out to be a great film. And I'm the guy working on it. I think it's going to be very good. Um, I'm not sure where it's going to be distributed just yet. But they had their last... It was a feature-length movie that went out on Amazon. You can probably still get it on I don't know if it's like a digital, but I, I know they sell DVDs of it still. It's called 13 Score. Um, so, who knows? I mean, th this is a great jump for me. Um, but getting back to YouTube, like, this has led me to some great things. I've had a lot, I know a lot about how to edit different things and make it look different ways. And, you know, when I, when I made my first rough edit with the cinematographer for the uh, Dirty Handsman film back in October, um... You know, it was as easy as the cinematographer telling me what it is he was looking for, like what he thought we should do. And he'd say, can we do this? And I'd be like, yeah, and I'd do it. And like two minutes later, there it is. When the producer came to see the first rough edit, he was like suggesting different things to do. And I was like, well, let's try it. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing it right now. Three minutes later, like a list of things he just gave me, it's done. And like, they're, they're amazed, like how fast it went. And, you know, we, I, I had to wait a little to get like all the footage and all the sound and file everything, index it, and then start putting the film together with the cinematographer. But I think it was like three weeks after we were done filming, we had the first rough edit for like a 20-minute piece, which is a really good turnaround. There's still a lot of work to be done, but that's a very good turnaround. So I got to work on that. The semester itself was strange at school, being, being locked up during the pandemic. I had my own room, so... You know, I didn't have to worry about COVID that much as long as I did the right things. So I was kind of like locked up in my room. I did my schoolwork, did Zoom classes from my room, drank a lot of coffee. Um, watched a lot of movies, listened to some podcasts. I'll be honest, you know, listening to other podcasts this whole year has made me want to come back. It was just like, you know, do I really want to? And when's the right time? And, you know, it doesn't matter if people listen. I mean, hell, this is my, this is my one hour to talk about my life. I don't care. But, you know, it's a lot of time to think. And, you know, I kind of want, like, I want to do a podcast again. You know, I don't know how many people are going to listen to it. I don't know who really cares about my life. I mean, I don't care. You know, I just want to do it. It's just fun to do. And, you know, I don't know what the future of it looks like. I don't know what, like, getting guests and everything is going to look like. You know, I'm trying to figure out this whole uh, Zoom, like, record the call thing. But I want the audio to be crap. I listen to a, a comedian's podcast where he'll get he'll do it through Zoom and you know you're trying to listen to the other guests speak and you know they can get cut off by the Zoom call or internet or whatever and it gets distorted and everything. I don't want to have to deal with that, but I want to bring some guests on for this year. And you know if Zoom is the way I have to go or FaceTime or whatever, I, I think that, I think I have an idea of how to do it. This isn't a guarantee that I'm like back for 2021 with podcasts or anything, but you know I'm thinking. Thinking to come out with, you know, a few here in next few months, you know, see if it sticks and if it doesn't, so be it. And um yeah, it, it has been a very interesting year. Um definitely didn't make as many videos as I normally do, but that's fine because that whole quality versus quantity thing has now come into play. I definitely think quality has won this year. I've definitely spent a lot more time in edits and videos and planning out some stuff. But, you know, don't get me wrong. I like the occasional vlog where you just kind of take the camera and go out and you don't need those heavy edits. You know, that's how I started. And, you know, I, I think uh, I think that's still a good possibility to bring that back after college. I don't know, you know, when, but, you know, at a certain point it might happen. But I, I still like I still like bringing out, you know, a video. Not every week anymore, but, you know, every now and then. I, th I think it's good to kind of, like, take that like slow down that break it, it gives you a chance to kind of figure things out how things look how you want it to look i think that's what i think that's the big takeaway on like the youtube side for me this year 
was slowing down a little bit. 60 videos was not what I planned on, but it it was it's a good number to me. It it made everything look look good. I think I'm very happy with that number. Um I'm not sure what 2021 is going to look like in in the way of, you know, videos on Scotty vlogs or in the way of podcasts even. I'm not sure exactly what what I'm going to be doing just yet. But um we, we got to wait and see with this pandemic and everything going on. Who knows what, what we're going to see. Uh, Fauci, you know, good old Mr. Dr. Fauci. Oh, man, big stretch time. He was saying something about, you know, if the vaccines get distributed just right and everything, that we could have, uh, what's it called? It's some immunity. It's like learned immunity or something. And I think this happened with the Spanish flu in like 100 years ago. If we have learned immunity where our bodies have now adapted to COVID, any kinds of strands of it and whatever, he said, come like fall, we should be ready to go. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that's what he said. And hey, I'll, t I'll take that. You know, it'd be nice to get things back to normal at any point in time. But, um, you know, that, this is going to be the weird thing. You know, even when it's over and people like there's going to be a finish line and when it's over and everything... You're still gonna have people that wear the mask when they go out. You know, I was at I was at the grocery store with my dad a few days ago, and there's this lady looking in the it's like one of the end of the aisles, and it was like uh, spices or something, and the girl dropped something that was on the shelf, and it fell and it, it rolled, and my dad and I were walking by, and my dad picks it up, and he was handing it to her. I shit you not, this girl like jumps back into the display, freaks the hell out. My dad's, he's not six feet, but it's like four feet away because we're just walking by. And this lady's like wrapped up with a mask and like a scarf thing and everything. She has gloves on and whatnot. And she's like, just drop it. I'll take care of it. And so my dad like just holds it out there for a second, like tosses it in the girl's cart. We didn't even think she wanted it. And the girl, I, I look back, she has like this, uh, I don't know why people think this works. Like that hand sanitizer spray, the really small stuff. I've never known. It looks like uh, it looks like something coming out of like a squirt bottle, pepper spray, something like that. And she's like spraying the air with it. I'm like, girl, there's a lot more stuff around you than just that little like you know <laughs> hand of of spray that you just put out there. But you know, you got those kind of people that are always gonna freak out. You know, masks, you know, I think you're always going to have someone that wears one for a while, maybe for the next five years. I'm not saying that to bring people down, but, you know, you're going to have that person that always does it. And I'm not saying it to, like, you know, like, call you out or anything, but you're going to have somebody that's going to do that. And um, how long is it going to last, you know, when it's over? You know, the Spanish flu... Um, we had herd, that's it, herd immunity, not learned, herd immunity. Fauci thinks we're going to get that here soon. The weird thing is, you know, with this new strand in Colorado they're finding, you know, it's like so, they, they think this one spreads quicker and everything. It's like, so how exactly do, do we learn faster? Does the vaccine cover this like different kind of strand? It's like COVID-19 dot one point two one three five or something weird like that i don't know how doctors figure this out i don't know what any of that means but they're like figuring this stuff out and then you got those anti-vaxxers and they're like you know it has to happen naturally and if you get sick you get sick and your body adapts and everything you know we're getting all these different kinds of people with different feelings different ideas of how exactly you know we should be going about this you know everyone's an opinion hound in 2020 hopefully in 2021 we have a lot of those people go away hell the, the uh, damn election even for the next president i mean that was hell on earth itself it was just a big rolling meme you know people are the 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 big man himself right now mr trump can't accept you know mr biden might have won you know there's got to be that conspiracy of well you know fake votes and everything you know it's it's what it is I, is it surprising a little bit but not really yeah, it, it's just been that year, you know, it's even with an election and, you know, the past few have been a little heated, but you know, every year, not every year, every four years, this gets to me. They always say this is the most crucial election ever, or like, this is the most important election in your lifetime. And I'm like, isn't every election supposed to be crucial and important? 
every four years. But they're acting like, you know, this, these next four years, this is where this shit matters. I'm like, you can't keep advertising that. You know, you can't. You know, these stimulus checks and everything, there's just so much, you know, noise out there and so much malarkey and, and whatnot. And so many people, you know, they believe what they want and they say what they want to say. It, it's just, it's what it is. You know, people, people that have just kind of like adapted and just kind of want, wanted 2020 to be over. And then people that, you know, they're just trying to get by, you know, they're not saying much, you know, even those people get attacked. You know, when, uh, that whole, uh, the black square thing on Instagram back in the summertime, what does that do exactly? What I, I understand, you know, coming together virtually and, you know, standing together for a cause, but what the hell does a black square do? And, you know, I really don't understand like music, music companies and Amazon. I don't know if Amazon did this, but so many like different like forms of entertainment were like, we're only like showing like black movies only with black people. We're only showing songs like that. And you know, got all this different stuff. And it's like, what is the end goal here? And a week later, what happens? It's all like gone. It's like, so what, what exactly was done here? Was this the week where it matters and like all these big names come together and prove it? I'm, I'm not here to piss on, on BLM. I, 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 I have nothing to say against it. But it's just like, you know, all these bigger companies, you know, they worry about that public image. They worry about that money. That's what they worry about. And it's like, you're going to you're gonna jump on the train here for a day or two to a week and then just jump right back off? It's all for the money. It's all for the check. I mean, that wasn't helpful at all. That didn't do anything helpful for us. But it's what, it's what these big companies do it's about the money it's about the check show me the money show me the check it's all it's about but enough of all that stuff we're almost we're close to an hour i'm, I'm kind of surprised I, I was expecting you know like 20 minutes of just myself you know and that was going to be like eyebrow plucking but uh 2021 new year new year new you new me new everything hopefully this is going to be a much better year for all of us it's definitely been a a journey last year um you know be good to yourself spend some time with uh family if you can i'm i'm trying to spend some time with my own family before i go back to school and i have to get a uh, i have to get a covid test i've never gotten a covid test before i have to get a covid test either when i first get back to school and then quarantine and if it comes back positive i get kicked out or i have to get my test get the results then come back to school if i test negative so I have to actually get a COVID test before the semester, assuming everything with COVID right now stays where it's at. It's what it is. I've never gotten one. I've never gotten like that nose swab thing where it's like that that long ass chopstick thing that goes up your nose and like, you know, it pokes your eye out and stuff like that. I've never had that happen yet. But uh, I'm going to get that experience, it looks like. And, uh, you know, for, for vlogs, I think, you know, this would be a real interesting time to kind of continue i find it weird you know i i was filming way before a pandemic was ever a thing back in 2016 did it so consistently to the start of 2020 almost four years in and then a pandemic happens and there's this big contrast between what life used to be like the good old days and then where we're at now very interesting i i watched a video from 2017 I think it was like in the summertime it was a very different scotty it was a very different kind of video very different personality, different person compared to where I'm at now as a creator. And I, I, I find it interesting, you know, a little cringy, but I find it interesting. And um, I think that's pretty much it. I'm going to try and cap this thing off here at an hour completely. Um, thank you for listening. If you listened all the way, and if not, no hard feelings. I, I didn't think it was going to go this long anyway. And um, we're going to try and do this thing again here soon. I don't know if I'll have a guest or if it's just going to be me, but... Maybe maybe podcasts are back for 2021. Oh my God, we're not going back to 2020. 2021, maybe the morning show is, maybe that this is the year for it. Who knows? But uh, thank you to everyone for listening. I hope I didn't bore you to death. And uh, let's cap this out with our, our sponsor, Scotty Vlogs. 
you're tired of that same boring crap on the internet, come on down to Scotty Vlogs on YouTube. It's free. I don't have ads anymore. Um, I think I'm making better stuff than I used to. So come on down to Scotty Vlogs and uh, hopefully we see you there. If you join us, leave a comment, say the podcast brought you here, and uh, I'll send you a little special response and a little gift in return. And uh, that's it. That's, that's a cut. We will hopefully do another one of these here soon.